the episode today, we recover a method of torture used from the earliest of human record all the way to modern day. Much of that time, it would have rendered a person dependent on others for almost everything, demoting many to the standing of a simple beggar. Used by kings and terrorists alike, whether you be biblical character, soldier, or even the son of an emperor, you too could be subject to this horrifying torture. I hope you don't have problem with eye stuff, because today we will cover a bassination, otherwise known as blinding. I'm Kevin Young. I'm Don Hergen. And this is torture. No, so um, I could have got a whole extra hour of sleep today. So I'm sitting here. I'm like, I get up at like 11. I work, you know, for people out there who don't know, I work uh, uh, midnights. So I'm, I, you know, I get up at like 11.30. There's a six-hour time difference between you and me because you're all the way up in Dublin. I'm in the Midwest in America. And uh, so... I get up, I get 11.30, I get all my shit ready, sit down at noon to start recording. And uh, sitting here and 12 comes along and you're st- still not on. I'm like, oh, I'll give him, you know, shit happens. I'll give him a few minutes. I, I still have shit set up, you know, it's whatever. And then like 12.15 comes along. I'm like, damn, what the fuck? So I sent you another thing for the link for Zoom. I was like, while I, I was sitting at work, it's <laughs> like, should I ask him if, if there's anything wrong? It's like, no, 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 no. I, I don't want him to think I'm some type of naggy, you know, person. Be like, you got to be here now. So I was like, yeah, fuck it. So I'm sitting here. Yeah, yeah. And about a few more minutes goes by. I'm like, did I send him the right time on the invitation? So I was like, did I send him the right time? The right time. Fuck! Daylight savings time. Fuck! I completely forgot. So I'm like, time in Dublin, and it was supposed to be six o'clock your time when we meet. I was at five seventeen. I was like, God damn it! So I go upstairs. Was like, <laughs> I could have slept a whole another fucking hour. That's that's why I always say to you guys, it's like, what time is it where you are right now? You know, at the time of yeah. trying to organize actual time. Well, you because, know, and it's, it's because of shit like that. Yeah. Well, when, it's when, like, right. We, well, it's four there, seven here. Right, that's three hours. Well, I knew it was six hours difference between the two of us, so I, I didn't worry about it too much. I I could because daylight savings time was Saturday night. Uh, yeah. You know, for those of you who, who are who are you know listening way in the future, it's you know the fifteenth. It's the Ides of March today. Uh, Caesar was killed like two thousand twenty years ago or some shit like that. So, <laughs> gotta get the twenty in there. I gotta be right on. Well, we're going to be end up getting fact checked now. So year, I think it was forty four BCE. All right, I spelled Caesar incorrectly. Oh, it was forty four BC. There Boom. you go. Oh. So, so yeah, two thousand sixty so, years ago, some Yeah, yeah, sixty. Because I did the math wrong because it goes back down instead of up. Yeah. Fucking. Yeah. BC. The correct way to cheat at golf is to lower your score. I was never good at. Maybe that's why I was never good at golf. I was cheated the wrong way. 
this is never going to because I never played it because I think it's a terrible sport. I, I agree. My parent, my my father's huge in it. My brother's huge in it. I I was never a fan. But I guess we should probably get into it. Yeah, sure. Do you want me to run like a little intro thing? Uh, yeah. So uh, everybody, welcome to Torture, our first episode. I am Kevin Young. Um, sitting here with my good friend Dan, all the way in Ireland. Dan, how are you doing? Good, good. Sure, fa fa fee, fa fa fo. Kiss my blarney. Give me the potatoes and the whiskey. Yeah, I'm gonna make. I'm not gonna make any jokes because I don't know. I know you're Irish, and I don't want you to come after me. With well, we're the we always be the last people to be offended by jokes about our own kind. So well, that's good. Yeah, you know, we're. Well, to be fair, every year we have to deal with the fact that every single other country in the world in two days from now thinks they're fucking Irish. Isn't the color so. supposed to be blue, not green? No, no, it's green. Is it yeah. green? Um, yeah, yeah. I, saw, I was watching a video today of the river in Chicago being dyed it, green. It is, like, it That's is, where Batman it is, lives. It is currently green. Yes. Yeah. Chicago, the Chicago thought, River is currently green. It's a sight to see. Boats doing donuts basically in the water, dyed green. <laughs> I was sitting there, it's kind of like, okay, we don't even do that. We actually dyed the river, our main river, the River Liffey in Dublin. We dyed it green one year, and apparently they put. A red dye into it because the river is that polluted the way it reacted oh, fuck. it turned green yeah. so my wife is irish she's actually a lady of ireland because i bought her one of those uh plots of land over there <laughs> she owns more land here than i do that <laughs> she doesn't act like it but she's technically a lady which part of the country did you buy oh it was in uh cary cary county all right, okay. I think you got there. They have it on the actual pamphlet that came with it. it. Tells you the exact like GPS locations, latitude, longitude, all that bullshit, so you can actually look it up. But I think it's like a one foot by one foot plot, and I can I just figure we'll go over there and put like a little fairy house or something, and and that'll be. But uh, it, it's <laughs> like a little flag. <laughs> yeah, it's right. It's right next to about a million other plots. They they just bought a big thing of land and they're selling it off piece by piece. But that's it. I say, yeah, just some farmer you see sitting in Kerry now, just kind of like, <laughs> yeah, what do they farm in? What do they farm in Ireland? Because that's it's probably just fill, filled with whatever. You mean aside from potatoes? It's um, probably filled with potatoes. Lots and lots of things. Um, there's a whole debate going on at the moment because of everything that's happening between the Ukraine and Russia, where apparently, despite the fact our country is very green. Apparently, only fifty percent of our country is actually usable for planting things because the soil so. So, shitty. yeah, like that's that's one of the reasons why we tend to grow potatoes as well because they grow anywhere. They grow anywhere. So, yeah, yeah, but it's an awful lot of um. I can't remember the name of that stuff now, but especially around here, it's this yellow kind of plant that's poisonous to certain animals or something like that. But I think you get some form of oil from it. I can't remember the name. I'd have to ask my wife what it's called, but um. Especially around here, that's what's grown, anyway. My wife would be happy to know if there's potatoes growing on her plot of land. She's a big potato eater. Probably are. She loves potatoes. Yeah, we're more, believe it or not, more meat. We're more of a meat and dairy country, really, realistically. Between lamb and beef and, you know, dairy. <laughs> well, she's she's American-Irish, so she likes to play into the stereotype. Uh, so she's not Irish, though? Okay. No, she's Irish. 
you know, she, I mean, her her ancestors were Irish. She's you know <laughs> American. She just has Irish uh, blood in her, I guess you could say. But she was under the impression yeah. that St. Patrick's Day was supposed to be blue, not green. She says that every year, and I always tell her, I don't, I don't know if that's right. Uh, but I'm not. Not as far as I'm aware of, anyway. You know, unless there's something that all you haven't ever been told in all my years. Yeah, all your years, years of the living fair in fair isle. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, yep, let's yep, yep. let's get into the episode. Um, Dan, do you have a problem with eye stuff? Only personally, you say wearing glasses. Yeah, so. yeah. I have, I have beautiful eyes. <laughs> terrible <important>. eyesight. <laughs> Absolutely horrific eyesight. So well, I know that's one of the things that like, uh, not squeamish about eye stuff. Though. A lot of people see in horror movies eye stuff being done. They got they they can't handle it. They got to look away. It doesn't really bother me. Like I can like touch my eye and wiggle it around. It I don't I don't give a fuck. But there's a lot of people like my wife can't handle eye stuff all that well. Uh, Let's show her the scene from Dead Space, the video game. Yes, where that has the eye uh-huh. thing. Uh, that's enough to turn anybody's stomach. I don't care who they are. Just the just the scene from Ace Ventura when nature calls when he knocks the guy over and he starts pushing his eye side. Like, oh, yeah, just that <laughs> could make most people uh, throw up. For me, for me, it's like the Achilles tendon. Anytime anything happens with the Achilles tendon, uh no, no, I can't handle that. Really, I'm I'm, I'm I have an issue with the slow cutting. In <laughs> things you know like if somebody gets their head chopped off yeah. like really quickly couldn't give a shit like you know if they get blown up to a million pieces couldn't care yeah what if it's like say if somebody like self-harming or somebody slowly being caught by something yeah it's just send shivers on the spine i can't look at it no thank you yeah okay so dan when you think about torture um for most people the first thing that pops in their heads is you know england you know, medieval times, uh, Western Europe, all that stuff, uh, specifically the Dark Ages. So it would make sense that we start off this show, our first ever episode, by going to the Middle East. <laughs> uh, stories of blinding in the context of pure torture go way back to the biblical times, specifically Judges 12, 20 through 22. Then she called Samson the Philistine are upon you. He awoke from his sleep and thought, I'll go out there before you shake myself for I'll go out as before and shake myself free. But he did not know that the Lord had left him. Then the Philistine seized him, gouged out his eyes and took him down to Gaza, blinding him with bronze shackles. They set him to grinding grain in the prison. So if you believe in all that shit, sounds like fun. so yeah, if you believe in all that shit, then it goes all the way back to Samson. They're really cruel bastards back in the day, though, weren't they? Like, oh, you think about it, man. So, this podcast was originally just going to be me, and uh, it was like I, I started reading up on all this. Shit. I was like, ah, yeah, it's fine. I can do it. I started reading up all that on all this shit, and just all the things that people used to do to one another. The fact that a lot of the shit we'll cover was all fucking real and actually happened people actually doing this shit to one another. Mm. It's like, I need another person so I can have fun and joke around and not want to throw myself off a cliff uh, by the time I get done talking about all this shit because it's really fucking depressing. When we cover this type of stuff, we're going to probably joke around. I don't want people thinking that we're joking about people's, you know, the horrible things they had to go through. But if you don't joke around with shit like this, then uh, it, it gets really depressing really quick. Thinking about 
shit people used to well, still do. I have to, yeah, I think, especially in the podcast round, good old Dan Carlin already has the horrifying, yeah. uneasy, yet still stupidly interesting listening thing to covered yeah so that's kind of who i was thinking of when i was I think thinking a bit lighthearted this one to go straight <laughs> but i was doing it by when i was thinking about doing it by myself that's who i was thinking. I was like i just do it like dan carlin but i was like i'm not as talented i'm not as knowledgeable and a lot of the stuff i'm going to talk about would be a lot darker than some of the shit he covers so i need a co-host and i mm. thought who better than uh my irish brother from another mother yeah he's suddenly sick twisted sense of dark humor yeah. is what you're looking for like, who- who is just as fucked up as me? I'll ask Dan. Yes, hashtag no filter. <laughs> All right. Well, it's basically so. Uh, it's kind of a forewarning, I think. So more so. Oh yeah. Is, uh, don't get offended because, like, if by anything, because uh, if you are, take it out. Take it up with Kevin, <laughs> not with me. <laughs> yeah. And um, if you are, then shame. If you are offended, then shame on you. It's it's all just for. Uh, Lighthearted entertainment in some ways. If you get offended by stuff or squeamish or anything like that, you probably shouldn't listen to a podcast called Torture. It just by rule of thumb. But yeah, if you get offended, yeah, yeah, I would say if you don't like people making jokes about horrifying things, and I, I probably wouldn't listen if I was you. If you want to hear what something about like real torture on the exact subject we're talking about. There is actually, I discovered through my little tiny bit of research that I did on this, there is a band called Abyssination. Yes, it is. I'm saying it incorrectly, I think. But yeah, and they're like some Swedish death metal Uh band or something like that. I like my metal and all that, but it's literally just a case of... Yeah, it's uh, it's like... Every song sounded the same. Yeah. So like cattle decapitation and shit like that. You can't understand a word they say. It's just a scream into the microphone. Yeah. No, I, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I their, their first album, I think, is hilarious. The name of Deafening the Blind. <laughs> the blind people already have a bad enough, but if you don't want to go deafening them, you know, and technically, though, with the name of their band, you certainly want to call it Blinding the Deaf as opposed to Deafening the Blind. Yeah. Because the whole point of abstination is blinding people, not deafening people. Yeah, that doesn't... Uh... I saw the band. I didn't look into them very much because every time I typed it up to research, they came up. It's like, I don't I don't want to know about, about them. But I, I saw just from the way their name was written, I was like, I know this band. It's, probably, it's like a million yeah. other bands that come from that part of the world. If that's yeah, it looks thing, like tree it's roots. fine, but you know, uh, I like to hear at least a little bit of what they're saying. I, I like to be able to read the band name as well. <laughs> you know, if I can't yeah. really read it at the first glance, if I have to sit there and kind of squint at it and every go, right, t- that's an A. Every time I see bands write out their name like that, it, it's like you see an old leather couch that's been sat on for like 30 years off and on again. And it's all br- and all the leather leathers <laughs> yeah, like broken. Yeah. That's all I see. <laughs> like i used to have a car a seat in my car used to look like that <laughs> oh fuck all right anyway that's horrific uh let's talk about a story that um you know again depending on on what you believe but a story that might have a little bit more proof behind it than samson is the story of saint lucy or lucia of syracuse uh just a little info on her. Lucy's mother, Eutychia, and yes, I had to look up how to pronounce that, 
Uh, she had a bleeding disease of some sort, and Lucy's father had died when she was young, so her mother decided to arrange a marriage to a wealthy pagan family, as you do. Well, long story short, uh, Eutychia was urged by Lucy to go to the shrine of St. Agatha. Uh, Lucy apparently had had a dream, and St. Agatha came to her and told her that because of her, uh, her faith, her mother would be cured. So Lucy persuaded her mom that instead of giving their money and jewels to their soon-to-be in-laws, which was apparently what you did, any wealth you had, you know, in order for the, you guys to marry, you give them whatever. Uh, a dowry. Yeah. That instead of giving give cows and yeah goats and things yeah traditional yeah. marriage give me your give me your daughter and you can have my land or or I'll, I'll take your daughter and a plot of land either way yeah, yeah. but she told her instead of giving it to the in laws she should give it to the poor as a sign of humility to God and his miracle well when her soon to be husband found out he told the governor of Syracuse who then ordered her to be ordered her to burn a sacrifice in his image. She refused. He ordered his guards to defile her in a brothel. Apparently, the hand of God was too strong, and they were unable to move her or even burn her, so they just stabbed her in the throat. Now, some stories say that before... (laughs) Oh, you can't burn her? Just stab her in the throat. So you can't get close enough to fuck her. To, uh, and, and you can't get, and, and she won't set on fire, but apparently your sword just go right through her throat. Makes complete sense. So unceremoniously. Yes. Like, but apparently yeah. uh, some stories say that before they cut her throat, they ripped her eyes out as to blind her. Other stories say that she removed her own eyes to discourage a uh, persistent suitor who admired them. I don't know which ones. I'm pretty sure taking out her own eyes more horrifying than them taking her eyes out for her. Yeah, how did she supposedly do that? The like, hand it's... of God. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, they can take. We all do. Well, you can take yeah. your eye out and just hang it on your cheek. Uh, my my grandfather had to have Hostelstein. Yeah, my grandfather had to have surgery on the back of his eye, and they just kind of wiggled it, popped it out, hung it on his cheek, did what they needed, and popped it back in. It's disgusting to think about. That sounds pretty cool. Uh, when her body was prepared for burial the uh, in the family mausoleum, it was discovered that her eyes had been miraculously restored. So it's probably just a story. But so basically, nothing happened to her eyes. More more than likely, nothing happened to her eyes. But it you know that would if it did, that would be fucking horrible to have to pluck out your own eye. Or do it, yeah. or shoot only it. to have somebody undo all your good work and put it back in it. Where her eye? We can't bear, we can't put her in the mausoleum without her eyes. You pop her eyes back, yeah. but they would be they would fucking melt down and disintegrate anyway. So what's the matter? Oh, maybe they fell through the hole that was down in her throat and went back up somehow. <laughs> I just have... like uh, uh, almost like Beetlejuice. Like they roll back, and like pull the thing out, and it rolls back and comes out their mouth. Put, yeah, put, pretty put much. Yeah, right. yeah, something like that, or like a um, like a pinball machine. Just... <laughs> Tilt. Uh, but there's one thing that we have uh, more proof of uh, for famous blinding was the aftermath of the Battle of Clydean. I think it's Clydean, uh, which took place near the end of July in 1014 AD between the Bulgarians and the Byzantine Empire. Did you see any of this when uh, you were doing your little bit of uh, research? 
I did not know because believe it or not, that just kind of barely looking into it again, as you said, the band kept coming up, <laughs> and it it just the, the Wikipedia section for this is horrific. Yeah, like, eventually, eventually, I had to start searching through um, articles on blinding torture, torture blinding, or something like that, and it gave me better results mm-hmm. than just uh, abstination. Because again, you kept getting the fucking banned every time you bring something up. Yeah, well, I just literally just had to Google it there as you were talking about it. So, so Byzantine. Uh, for those of you who aren't historians on uh, Bulgarian and the Byzantine Empire, uh, the Battle of Kleindon was the culmination of a nearly half century struggle between the Bulgarian Empire, uh, the Bulgarian Emperor Samuel, and the Byzantine Emperor Basil II in the late 10th, early 11th centuries. The result was a decisive Byzantine victory. John Skylitz, I think is how you pronounce his name. He was an ancient Greek historian, so it's probably wrong. Uh, He recorded that Basil defeated the Bulgarian army and took 15,000 prisoners. Uh, He divided the prisoners into groups of 100 men, then blinded 99 of them, and left only one man in each group with one eye so he could lead the rest home. Uh, This was done in retaliation for the death of Batanades, who was Basil's favorite general and advisor, and also to crush the Bulgarian morale, which it would. If all of our soldiers came back from somewhere and they were all blinded, most of us would say, nope. Fuck it. Nope, I'm done. Yeah. Because that's horrifying. Uh, but another possible reason was the Byzantine eyes, the Bulgarians were rebels against their authority, and blinding was usually the punishment doled out to rebels. So, like, all of Star Wars would have been completely different if all the rebels were just blinded. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what happened to the stormtroopers, let's be honest. <laughs> Uh, the, well, I, I like the uh, the idea that Darth Vader told all of them when they shoot not to hit Luke or Leia because they were his kids. I like that um, theory. Also, but I, I I actually read a theory that apparently the Force protected those um, who were Force sensitive and it deflected or helped to deflect the bullets around them effectively. Even though I'm sorry, but Order sixty six comes to prove yeah. that to be bullshit. I think maybe they were just people that they gathered said, "Here, you can either be a stormtrooper or we can kill you." So they took a, uh, you know, a laser and just couldn't fucking use it. A blaster. They just had no idea how to use it. Anyway, the uh, the rumor is that the Bulgarian Emperor Samuel was so horrified by the sight of his blinded soldiers that he had a heart attack October sixth, ten forty, and died. Uh, if the dates are right, it meant that those 15,000 prisoners, 14,850 of them completely blind, had to trek back to Bulgaria over the course of 68 days. Two fucking months walking in... Blind. Blind. To be fair now, if I was blind, that's how, if I was blind, that's exactly how long it would probably take yes. me to find a toilet in my house. So. So. I, I, live, I live about yeah. 10 minutes away from my work. It would take me longer than two months just to get there. And I know the route. I can't imagine going from yeah. that long. And there's document. There's documents. Uh, so this was apparently completely true. Again, fucking horrifying. 
Jeez, and Jesus thought he was cool doing his 40 days and 40 yeah. nights in the desert. Tried, tried two months blind, motherfucker. Fucking you know, Jesus. all these people should be fucking worse up instead of him. These guys are yeah. real as well. There's actual proper documentation of this shit. <laughs> uh, not some guy called John who was apparently living in a desert. Oh, but did they feed a bunch of people with fish and bread? Yeah, that's a lesson of sharing. I believe that one. You know, that's all that was. Like, I mean, it, it, he didn't literally duplicate things or no, multiply I things. Could feed him, I could feed a thousand people with, two pieces of, with two fish and, you know, a loaf of bread, too. It's just everybody's going to get half a fucking gram of one or the other. Yeah, but sharing is caring. No, that's, that's unless that's it's that herpes. Like it doesn't matter if you're still starving to death or you're getting scurvy or whatever. Like yeah, it was making the odds. As long as you did the nice thing. That's perfect. all these fucking people for the past two years who are saying that COVID's not a real disease. Um, that's all they're trying to do is they're just trying to share it with you because they care. Yeah. Basically, yeah. So we can go. So yeah. quick question for you: now. How long? Where did they? You say you walked. Um, all I was because I looked everywhere to see exactly where they um, where they were, but all I could find was that uh, they worked they walked from. Oh, fuck it go! I can see the where the battle site is indicated on a yeah. modern map, which is pretty cool. Um, because basically right in the border of Bulgaria, of what was yeah. Macedonia. But where did they walk? To I wasn't able to find that. I looked everywhere for like an actual route oh. or where where the battle happened compared to where they had to walk. And I personally couldn't find it. So they could have just walked in circles for sixty eight days. Is what you're saying? It could. It, it literally. They literally could have been down the street, and they walked the wrong fucking way for a month before they realized that they had to turn around and walk the other way. All right. So there's just like thousands of these guys just standing in a field walking in circles. Yeah. Walk, but literally walking into another guy, go Marco. <laughs> but 150 of them were did have one eye, so they'd be like, It's only a mile down the road, but none of them have depth perception, so they have no idea because the one eye, yeah. Like I can tell you now, if it was me and I was one of the ones left with one eye, I'd still be screwed anyway. Because literally, the, all they'd have to do is take my glasses away, yeah, pretty much blinded, yeah. yeah. I know. Uh, William the Conqueror and other emperors and military leaders used blinding as punishment for rebellion instead of death, even though being blind at the time was just as good as death sentence. There was no braille, no seeing eye dogs, no programs for the handicapped. You couldn't provide for your family. You couldn't take care of yourself. Most became beggars on the street. So unless you had a family, unless you were well-to-do, I mean, you're kind of fucked if you're just blind. So what kind of blindings were there? Well, the blind kind. Yeah, there there was simple (laughs) gouging out of the the eyeball. kind. (laughs) Uh, It was quick, uh, mostly. Uh, Probably pretty painful, but after a few days, uh, you know, the pain would probably go away if you had your eye, you know, just pulled out. Uh, There are hot pokers. That'd be the least of your worries, to be fair. Let's be honest. The pain to be literally the least of your worries. Yeah, if you're going to have your eyeball gouged out, I, I think that's probably the best way. Somebody just pluck it out of your eye. Eyeball, yeah. you know, your eye hole. Um, people used... 
<laughs> Ooh, champagne. Uh, pe- people, uh, they would use hot pokers, which would be fast, uh, but I, I imagine the pain would be much more intense and long-lasting. So really, uh, it was pretty much up to the torturer's discretion unless otherwise ordered by a king or an emperor. This would either quickly or slowly be a much more prolonged pain over time and leave not just the absence of sight and eyes, but a horrible scarring and burning. So it, it you know, it, it's whatever they wanted to do. In India, they used the practice of getting a needle red hot, puncturing it into the cornea, causing severe pain and blindness. Oh. Maybe not complete blindness, but, you know. I, I, I imagine you'd probably be pretty pretty blind. Uh, I can't remember what movie it was, but they said they put they do that and they pull it out and it cauterizes the wound on the way back out, so the juices in there just kind of boil. Really? Ouch. <laughs> uh, sometimes torturers would simply pour boiling liquids like vinegar into a forced open eyeball. What seems to be maybe the most painful and probably the most mentally agonizing because of the anxiety that came from the waiting was a method used in Persia. Now, Dan, imagine imagine you're a Persian man. All right. You hate the way mm-hmm. your emperor you hate the way your emperor is leading your people and have worked for months to devise a plan to overthrow him. You meet in back rooms cool. at taverns with owners that are sympathetic to your cause, or maybe even uh, be a part of it. You send important messages through channels and go-betweens. You use codes to keep authorities confused of your intentions. All very covert, all very sneaky. Uh, almost like a modern-day movie. A political thriller filled with espionage and double crosses. You think you can't be caught. Weeks, possibly months in the making. The planning, getting the right people together, working with the right military leaders, working with the right business owners. All for financial and moral support. Then, out of nowhere, your door is kicked in, and the king's guards wrestle you to the ground, shackle you, and carry you away. Most likely, one of your co-conspirators gave you up. They were probably found out instead of being tortured. They started talking for either amnesty or quick, painless death. Now, the punishment is handed down. Blindness. You soon find yourself strapped to a table, your eyes forced open. The last thing you can clearly see are two small paper cups they place over and then strap to your eyes. The bottoms look flimsy, like if you poured too much liquid too fast, they would just give away. Mm-hmm. Then you feel a sudden weight being poured into the cups. Probably a coolness can be felt through the bottoms of your eye on your eyes. You immediately know what this is, and your mind and heart start to race. It's slacked lime. Calcium hydroxide, C. C-A-O-H-2, just lime mixed with water, but the lime gives the water a pH of about 12.5, powerful enough for chemical burns on the skin. Uh, They use it in, like, uh, mortar and to help water and sewage treatment and to make pickles. So pretty much your eyes are about to get pickled. Tasty. Yeah. So maybe a few seconds or minutes, maybe a few hours, who knows. Depends on the strength of the cups, the concoction. Will begin to eat away at the bottom of the cups. Your mind goes into places like, when will it start? How will it feel? Will it be strong enough to make me blind? Will it be so strong that it eats through my brain? Uh, it's been a while. Maybe the cups are too, too strong and it won't work. But after a short while, you begin to feel it. Starts with some mild irritation like an eyelash or a stray hair. 
Just a small drop coming from one of the cups. You think maybe it won't be so bad. You've had things in your eye before. Sucks, but not the end of the world. You'll be fine. Then the other eye begins to hurt a little. Feel the drips of the substance getting bigger, heavier. Coolness from before now turns hot. Then it happens. Searing pain as the lime works its way around the eyeball into your cornea, taking your vision. Depending on how long it is left in the eye, blindness could be permanent. Or they could take mercy on you, rinse it out quickly, and the blindness is only temporary. But um, when have Persian emperors, you know, had mercy? That sounds like a bunch of assholes to me. I can't see a Persian emperor being like, you know what? It, it, it's He's fine. Just let him go. But <laughs> uh, well, here's the thing. It wasn't always used as torture. Sometimes it was used to retain power or uh, decide who got power after you were gone. Does it do like a test to see who was strong enough? Like... Well, so we're going to stay in Persia. There's a very specific rule in Persia. It's very weird and specifically, uh, well, oddly specific. The law stated that no blind man could be raised to the throne. Right. Okay. I'd be focused out. Which is okay. Uh, so it had become custom of blinding male children of royal blood. Uh, yeah. A lot of emperors back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so from the writings of 17th century adventure traveler Jean Chardin wrote about the court of the Persian Shah Abbas I, quote, The right of succession belongs to the eldest son unless he is blind, but the king usually has the scepter handed on to one of his choosing. By blinding his eldest sons, the king gives an order for a certain child to be blinded. Once the order, once the order is carried into the seraglio, or the palace, it is quickly understood, provoking cries and weeping. A eunuch then takes the child, puts him across his knee with his face upturned and grips his head. And then with one hand, he opens the eyelid. And with the other, he takes a dagger by the tip and rips out the pupils one after another and takes them off to the king. I don't think you can pluck the pupils out of somebody's eyes because pupils no, are no, just they're, holes. Yeah, they're not, he, they're not chocolate buttons. Like, you know, yeah. They don't just come so off. Like, I think yes. what he was seeing was probably the lenses being ripped off. Uh, or maybe just a big chunk of the eye. I don't know, but it wasn't the pupils. Yeah, no, no, not a hope. No, yeah, maybe, maybe. they're wearing ancient contact lenses. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, well, the, what, he, of yeah he had like the wolf looking ones and then you had the zombie one. Yeah, they're calcium were. hydroxide protecting protector things. Yeah. And think of a smart word to use. <laughs> well, if you're in the medical field, if you're an eye doctor and you're listening to this, please email us and let us know uh, if you can yeah, pluck out a pupil, because I don't think you can. Uh, but apparently, Shah Habas... belt or whatever, a piece of armor for your eyes, not a lot. <laughs> Take that, Cyrus, the great. Well, that's why all the pirates wore eye patches, but they'd wear two of them and you just fall off the boat. <laughs> uh, Shah Abbas was apparently obsessed with the fear of assassination, and it got worse through the years went by, he blinded two of his sons and went as far as executing another one because he was so worried that they were going to kill him and take his power. That's just filthy. 
You should ask uh, my child now. Like you're not taking my power, goddammit. <laughs> go look, go look at my kids every time it's they like, walk hey, Connor, by. Get in here. Like, I'll take that fucking eye. Yeah. Connor, get in here and bring that calcium hydroxide, would you? <laughs> Uh, now, during the Goa Inquisition, they would drive hot metal spikes into the unconverted's eyes to completely blind them. Um, we'll we'll cover uh, the Goa Inquisition uh, some other time because it's a whole whole other thing. Uh, Something I'll do a bit more research into. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's like the, it's like the, the Spanish Inquisition, the medieval Inquisition, the Roman Inquisition. It was just like that, but. In India, and it lasted until like the early 1900s, so like 400 years. We should do one on the Spanish Inquisition because nobody ever expects the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> so, so we'll, we'll do it. They'll be like, I didn't expect that. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, so you would probably think that uh, this was something that was just happened in medieval and uh, times, and. Um, it's all gone the way of the dodo because you don't do this type of shit anymore. We don't do these types of punishments. Well, unless you're in a black site in Iraq or some shit. Well, I would yeah. say enter Sharia law. Ah, uh, yeah, and, yeah. It's, <laughs> and it's literal eye for an eye punishment. Yeah, yeah. And we don't have to go far yeah. back. Uh, in 2009, there was a man sitting in a taxi cab in traffic when a motorcycle with two men on it drove by and threw acid in his face. Uh, it's believed that the victim's wife played a role in paying the men to do the deed. Mojtaba Shaheli, I'm sure I'm murdering that name, was apprehended yeah. and sentenced to 10 years to pay blood money to the victim and to be completely blinded in both eyes with acid. In March of 2015, he was blinded in his left eye in the presence of Tehran's deputy prosecutor, Maham Shaharahiri. Again, I'm ruining these people's names. Um, he then applied. Terrible behavior. Yeah. He then appealed, applied, appealed the blinding of the right eye in the Iranian Supreme Court. It was turned down. But he was told that he could avoid the second blinding by paying the blood money. But if he was unable to, he was still going to be sentenced to have the other eye blinded. No doctor would go against their oath to do no harm. So he just kind of sat in like uh, a limbo, say like people on death row. You just kind of sit there and wait. He kind of sat yeah. there and wait for a doctor to, to say they would do it. But somebody did the first one. I don't know why nobody would do the second one. Yeah, actually, I was only thinking that. That's kind of like, obviously somebody like just did the first one and because of the fact it wasn't making them completely blind maybe it didn't need a medical professional or something but... well that's the weird thing is that is they did one eye and then they 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 scheduled the other eye for a different time so like, why don't you just do both eyes at the same fucking time both eyes, yeah and whoever did it the first time should do it the second time i, I don't know i <laughs> i don't know they that's didn't so say. stupid <laughs> i don't know uh july was like sick with covid or something that's what it was <laughs> Uh, July of 2017, the sentence was removed. There was a loophole in the condition of the law that states that the victim of the crime can decide to not have the sentence carried out. Eight years after the incident in his cab, the victim finally did just that. He said, you know what? Don't worry about it. He's, he's blind in one eye. He doesn't need to be blind in the other eye. 
Um, Don't worry about it. My face is half hanging yeah. off still. I'm still. Yeah. yeah. He was the big. He was the bigger, was the bigger man. He was the bigger man. I'd ask, could I be the one to do the blinding in that case? Yes. Me like, too. With a corkscrew. Yeah. Uh. That same year, the cab cab driver was blinded. A man threw lime into the eyes of a four-year-old girl. Yeah, that's just that's just yeah. People uh, can see the face they pulled. But... <laughs> it was it was. You don't fuck with kids, people. That's 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 the face you gave yeah. is probably the same face everybody else listening to this gave. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, Why I never get that whole side of things. Like, yeah, when it comes to fuck my kids yeah you know but in november 2016 that man was blinded in both eyes with sulfuric acid human rights organizations around the world condemned this type of of retribution you know i'm the type of person who's like i i think prisoners you know should it should be humane and prisoners should you know they're still people but you're gonna throw a line at a four-year-old's eyes Kind of, yeah, kind yeah. of fuck you forever, you know. Yeah, personally, I think they should put his third eye into the acid as well. Just <laughs> good measure. Just stick a tube right up in there, pump it. Yeah. yeah. Now, with all this stabbing and gouging and pouring of things into eyes, you sometimes forget that you don't have to insert anything into the eye in order to render it useless. Dan, uh, when was the last time you saw a solar eclipse? Um, don't know. Have I ever? I don't know when was the last one because I, I remember was probably about twenty years ago, maybe a little bit more. There was one. We had a full one here in the Midwest uh, three or four years ago, I think. I got really? they, they kind of shut down work for a little bit. We all got to go outside, lay down on the ground, and look up, and it was it was amazing. All right, I'm gonna have a look now. Um, the last one, Ireland's last total solar eclipse was in 1724, so I was not alive at that stage. Oh, you just barely um, missed it, though. Partial eclipse um, was in 2015, but there was another one. I remember it might have been lunar one on the same like where. Yeah, there was a, yeah there was a big one that was here uh, in America, like right in the Midwest. You could see it perfectly. Um, of course, it was it was overcast that day, so a lot of people like my wife didn't get to see it because a cloud went over the um in the sky right when it happened, so she didn't get to see it, but I did, so that was cool. Yeah, I remember. Uh, just remember, I remember being outside my my mother's house with the glass from the welding mask, yeah, looking through it up at the sun for an eclipse. And whether or not that was a solar or lunar, I can't remember. Now, lunar's at night. I that makes sense, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, the Earth. Well, it's when the Earth goes between the sun and the moon versus the moon going between the sun and the Earth. Um. So what the one thing they tell you to never do is stare directly at a solar eclipse do not don't stare at the sun period you're told that from being a little kid don't fucking look at it unlike you know a certain cheeto colored ass hat that did it a few years ago Uh, unless you want to sneeze (laughs) look at the sun you'll sneeze that's true you will because i Mm. and i I never do that but anytime i anytime there's snow on the ground and i go outside i start sneezing yeah sneeze yeah yeah yeah, it's the snow as the sunlight yeah no, our former president stared directly into the fucking solar eclipse because he's I an idiot. That. Yeah. Yeah. But you should just send them up into it, really. You know. There's many people here that wish we would have. But mm. There's many people here that feel the same. 
Uh, but anyway, when you look at anything too bright for too long, you instinctively look away or shield your eyes. You can't look at anything too bright for too long without your eyes closing or you putting your hands up or something. Uh, but what if you couldn't? What if you weren't allowed? Well, then you would be the victim of FSG, otherwise known as forced solar gazing. And it's more common than you think. 2015 to 2016, the Gulenist Terror Group, or FIDO, infiltrated the Turkish Armed Forces in order to recruit new members. Well, I say recruit, but forced is a better word. Uh, the cadets that refused were put through FSG for long periods of time, causing lasting damage to their eyes. They were literally tied to the ground and their heads were, you know, and their eyes were propped open to stare at the midday fucking sun in Turkey. Fuck that shit. Yeah. Wait, what year did you say that was? 2015 through 2016. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, I remember, yeah, because that was the time of the bit of a, I want to say, what they were saying was like a bit of a revolution kind of thing happened uh -huh. there, or it was, um, Martial law was instigated around that time or some shit. Yeah. If I remember correctly. I remember seeing footage of all the stuff going down in Turkey at the time. Like. Well, in a separate case, a paper released by the Freedom for Torture Charity in UK, they observed 17 victims of FSG between 2009 and 2019. Those weren't the only ones, but they were the ones that gave them permission to analyze and publish their findings. There were more, but they can only prove 17. Still, 17 is a lot when you don't know about something going on. Yeah, like, to be, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thinking, like, to be fair enough, yeah. It's like, I didn't know that was happening. Oh, yeah. Uh, that happened in, like, the Congo, the Democratic Republic of uh, Congo and Sudan, mm. not in, you know, the UK. Um, that's not to say it didn't happen in the UK. It's just the study didn't say anything about the UK. Um, they went to the UK to seek asylum. Um it wasn't the only t torture they endured. They got raped and beaten as well. Uh, the eye damage from the sun or solar retinopathy often corrects itself over time, but out of the 17, the charity was able to examine the eyes of two of the victims during the preparation for their, their assessment. Both had retinal damage. One had circular patches of the retinal pigmentary disturbance. That's a form of macular degeneration. And one had small congruent parafolial pale uh, just white spots in the back <laughs> of the of their eye pretty much they're, they're they're medical terms. For, usually usually if i can't pronounce it just by looking at it i'll put the little parentheses and i'll put how to pronounce it there i didn't for any of that and i completely <laughs> regret it um but this both of these could uh, lead to severe possibly complete vision loss but that wasn't the only thing uh, from having been forced to stare at the sun. They also exhibited um, clinical features that appeared to be triggered by the process of the exam, the exam including pronounced involuntary spa um, blepharospasm, which is uh, blinking and eyelid twitching, which can sometimes be chronic and severe. They just couldn't stop blinking. They couldn't stop their oh. eyes from twitching. And they would have a withdrawal response to bright lights that came with head retraction and heightened anxiety. So anytime a light was shining in their eye, they'd start to freak the fuck out. Of course they would. Like, fuck that shit. One of the clients even appeared to experience episodes of a psychological dis dissociation during the assessment, making the evaluation difficult. 
all of these symptoms, at least partially, can be contributed to the FSG. I'll give you a little little thing here, a little tidbitty thing for to do it myself, right? Not by saying like yeah. my eyesight personally being as bad as it is, right? So part yeah. one of the things that's up with my own eyesight is I have scarring on the cornea of my left of my right eye. Um how it happened, don't know. I think some okay. debris maybe got in behind my eye and stuff like that or into it from when I was on my bike yeah. like motor motorcycle days. Um and the whole thing with me though is I have extreme sensitivity to sunlight as a rule. So like I literally always have I damn it, where they go? I have them right here. I literally always have my sunglasses. sunglasses. No matter what, right? Every if I walk outside and it's dull out, I have to wear them. Yeah. Because what happens is I can tell you now I know exactly what, what way your eyesight goes from uh from the way it happens, like as soon as the sunlight hits it, like it used to happen like, until I was taking medication and drops and all this, it doesn't happen as much. But if I was to go outside without them on, after a while, this would end up happening, which is basically for anybody out there who wears glasses, is take your glasses off, fog up that one lens, and stick it back on. Uh-huh. And then that's exactly what your eyesight goes like. Oh, really? From, that's, yeah, that's exactly right. From the sun sun damage. Oh, it does wow. That. Like, it just goes pale, white, gone. Like, it's just a plume, and it's just complete vision loss. Mm. Man, I had a, I had cu- a cut on the lens of my eye when I was a teenager. And that was fucking excruciating. My wife takes medication for her neuropathy and it's really fucked with her, the nerves in her eyes. And she can't, she can't go outside without sunglasses on either. Otherwise she can't see. She's got to squint her eyes super, super tight in order to, to see anything. So yeah, yeah, but yeah, nothing like nothing quite like that. Uh, but yeah, most of us think of torture. We think of the rack, uh, medieval England, waterboarding in Guantanamo Bay. But sometimes all it takes is damaging one of the smallest but most important parts of your body, your eye. And that's all I got on this fucking subject. You you, you messaged me in the middle of the night. Well, it wasn't the middle of the night there, but it was the middle of the night. Uh, it was like 6 in the morning, I guess. Uh, you messaged me. And you, what did, mm. you remember what you said about uh, abstination? No. No, I don't remember. You don't remember? I was probably drinking. Was it? Oh, was it over the weekend? Was it? <laughs> no, it was last night. <laughs> I was probably. I had to keep telling myself to remember that abstination is not the big. abstination even is not some form of um, People's Republic set up by the amazing band ABBA. <laughs> Just like I kept thinking it was because I, I, I was trying to remember what the word was initially, and I was like, think of abomination, and I was like, right, that's it, abomination, abomination. And I was like, but it has a back in there somewhere. It's the uh, it's the torture of being a dancing queen. Yep. <laughs> I can't remember what the hell I said. Um, <laughs> it was today at some stage. I thought I only could talk about fucking guitar pedals today. Yeah, guitar pedals and how long it took for us to get the fucking... Oh, yeah, sorry, yes. Yeah. Sorry, I found the message. It wasn't that long ago. It just says, yes. It says, yeah. So, <laughs> abstination is fucked up. <laughs> That's <laughs> just what it says. <laughs> Because what happened was, yeah, yeah, you messaged me and you're like, oh, yeah, so this is the story with tomorrow, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. And um, I was like, yeah, we'll do, babes. You know, and I was like, I really got to look this shit up. <laughs> it's two minutes into looking things up. I was like, you're going to message him now because this is really yeah. messed up. Well, this is just giving me great ideas about what to put you guys through in our D&D <laughs> podcast. See? So, yeah, so those of you who don't like, know. So yeah, yeah. you find yourself strapped to a chair. 
and a guy puts cups on your eyes. <laughs> and it's not even like, oh shit. Phil, Phil's going to be like, what's going on? And I'm just going to be sitting there going, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean for this to happen. So for those of you who don't know, we're in a, uh, we have another podcast um, called Roll for What, where Dan is our DM and we play uh, Dungeons and Dragons and he tortures us all day. So I, that's another. I'm sorry, use, yeah. use the term DM very loosely. It's oh, more no. I sit back and let you guys fucking do whatever. So I, I enjoyed listening to the to the the banter, the all the stuff now to do with to do with that the abacination, abacination, abacination. Yeah. I, I said I said abacination. Abacination. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's gonna say you're American. Okay. Yeah, you yeah, pronounce yeah. things really weirdly. We do. Like, yeah, the I mean, whole you, guys, you guys are doing it first, thing. so you guys were doing it first. So technically, we're doing it wrong. A lot of historians would say though that. The American accent is actually the original British accent, and the British changed their accent in order to differentiate themselves from the horrid Americans. Yeah. Which I would, I don't know if it's true or not, but that's what I've heard. Well, I think you're driving your side of the road just because you wanted to stay away from the way the British did it, which was made the which was the correct way to do it when you're on horses. So. Oh really? Yeah, because you draw your weapon. From that side, if you're on the left side, yeah, yeah, and ninety percent of people are true, and only right-handed people are in the military stuff. So, neither's mine actually. My my wife is left-handed and green-eyed, so she is like two percent of people, or something like that, or like that. So, you can read these three words I just typed up here, and I'll see how you do with this. It says Cape. Cap, capo. No, it doesn't. <laughs> well, it, it does. Cap, it does here. <laughs> <laughs> There's no fucking e in cap, capo. So how the hell is that cap? And then that's only capo. Says, There's no says, i. Well, no, There's no e. My well, mine it, it says uh, C A P E. Understand that. C A P E, which is cape. Yeah, cape. Yeah. C A P is cap. Cap. And C A P O is capo. Just capo. How is that capo? It's capo? Because it's the e, it's the e in cape that makes it. Believe it or not, the a kind of thing instead of cause app. Yeah, but see over here, none of that matters. Yeah, because y'all are fucked up. That's another thing for for a northern guys to torture them is listening to uh, mispronunciation of words. <laughs> <laughs> well, people on uh, people over there with you are going to listen to me and go, "What the fuck is he saying?" And people over here are going to be like, "I don't understand his accent." Well, yeah, we've already run into that with the whole D and D thing because anytime I do any form of accent in it, you guys are like, "What the hell is he saying?" It's like it's one thing hearing like a Russian accent, but an Irish person doing a Russian accent apparently is nearly impossible. And then in the last session. I changed the accent because to be far more like nearly like Borat, so yeah. that people would understand. So the hopes that like I'd be over exaggerating the full words so that you'd understand what I'm saying, and everybody's still like, "Who? What did My you say?" My wife. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was sitting there one stage, I, was, I said something like, "Um, your friend said he is stupid or something," and everybody's <laughs> like, "What?" What did you just say? <laughs> Your friend said he is stupid. What did you, what did you say? What, what, what? So I just had okay. to do all different kinds of... I may as well just do all variations of Irish accents. And the worst thing is, I had a character done up that had a Welsh accent. And I haven't done it. Oh, purely because you guys would just be like, 
what in God's name is happening here. I mean, as long as it's, I mean, if it's a full blown Welsh accent, that might fuck us up. As long as they're not speaking in Welsh. I can't speak Welsh, so it's okay. You can't, okay. But it was just, it was just, it was just, it's just the, the accents I can typically do are just like the Celtic style ones. So, yeah. You know. Well, for us Ooh. over here, uh, you, you, you know, you just doing your regular voice is exotic enough for most of us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, he's Irish. Sure, fa 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 All right. Um, so if you want to look up, for yourself, whatever we uh, talked about today, the credits for our reference material will be found in our show notes. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at TorturePod. You could also email us TorturePod at gmail.com. Uh, you know, if you if there's something you want us to cover, if you're telling us we're doing great, tell us we're doing horrible. You know, whatever. So I'll be posting pictures of the shit that we talked about on on Instagram. Not you can only go so graphic before they take you down. So. All right, guys. Well, uh, please rate, review, subscribe, follow wherever you're listening. And uh, that's about it. I think we're done. Thanks very much. All right. I'm Kevin. Sweet. Uh, he's I'll, Dan. I'll... I'm Dan. He's Kevin. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs>